Welcome back to Sounds of Korea on TBS EFM. You've just tuned in for the second segment of our Saturday show, Sing Along Sorry, in which we learn how to sing various Minyo or folk songs and Pansori. As usual, let's welcome our Sorry teacher, Miss Moon Suhyun. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm good. How are you? I am fine. So, today we have the Jungbok or the second of the three dog days. Oh, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> Already. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, so today you have to eat samgyetang, I guess, for sure. Uh, actually, I don't like samgyetang. Okay, then I will have one I like. <laughs> okay. Have many instead of mine. Okay, sure. I will, together with my husband and my baby boy, I'm sure we're going to have a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and something uh, last week we began learning a new folk song, the Hamyang Yangjamga. Yes, the Hamyang Yangjamga is from South Gyeongsangdo, a regional folk song of a song by housewives without rhythm. Right. And do you remember how I said that it was rearranged and popularized by Master Park Kihi? Yes, you mentioned that last time, and you also said that uh, Yangjamga is from the region called Hamyang. Yes. Right? Okay. And do you remember what Yangjam is? Yes, it was the silkworm farming, the one that you did not want to see or, <laughs> or visit, right? Right. <laughs> and one more thing, the Changdan for Hamyang Yangjamga is... Jungjungmori, yes. one of the most uh, common right. rhythm patterns, yes. Right, great. Then shall we begin by practicing the Changdan? Sure. Do you remember how it goes? I guess so. Mm-hmm. Tong kung da kung da da kung kung da kung kung kung. Okay, try it again. Start. Tong kung da kung da da kung kung da kung kung kung. Great. Okay, then now last time we didn't have much time, so we only learned a bit of the chorus. Right. Let's review that. Sure. Okay, that lyrics was Eya Tia Eheya. And it didn't really mean anything. No. Okay. It just says some hung or excitement of the chorus. Oh, hung. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try it. Eya Tia Eheya. Shiza. Eya Tia Eheya. Great. Eya vibrato, eya dia, eya shiza. Eya dia, eya. Eya bending notes. Ah, okay. Eya. Great. Okay, bending note at the he. Yeah, right, okay. on he, character he. Right. Hey, uh, mm. So that was just the beginning of the chorus, and right. now we have to follow up with the rest of the chorus, right? Right, right. Okay. Okay, let's start by reading the lyrics mm-hmm. first. Eheya. Eheya. Yeah, another eheya. Tugyoni. Tugyoni. Urumunda. Urumunda. Tudunga. Tudunga Shil 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 No Bullora No Bullora No Bullora No Bullora All right Well, it's 
still the part of the chorus. Uh, does it have any meaning? I have a feeling it doesn't. Oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> the chorus starts with the phrase and it doesn't have much meaning mm-hmm. but it does let you know what kind of feel the song as a whole has since most cheerful folk song use a phrase like this in the chorus mm-hmm. okay. yeah. uh, for example so but What surprises me is that the chorus mentions 두견이 or 쿠쿠, which is typically used to express the people's han or deep-seated sadness emotion. All right, so I guess there is a story behind. Why? Mm, why? The 쿠쿠 bird is a bird that they cannot go without mention in Pansori and Minyo. Mm. Have you heard the 두견이? <laughs> From the Pansori or Minyo? I think so, but it's also, it's not only in Pansori, I think it's the theme for different kind of arts too, right? Like pictures, paintings, uh, um, I guess. Mm. Actually, mm-hmm. yeah, actually, Tugyeoni comes at very many pieces, not even on, not only Pansori, yeah. but also in many Minyo, okay. especially the Damdu Minyo. All right. That means the same, ha- has the same tonal organization with. Uh, pansori. So it actually does ex- express the Han sentiment right. of Korean people. Okay, yes. I didn't know that. That's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the symbol of Han in Korea and summer birds. Mm-hmm. In May, it flies uh, from Southeast Asia and flies back south around September. Okay. It also lives uh, alone in the overgrown woods and bushes of mountains, mountainsides of forest. So it's hard to spot. Hmm. In addition, it has another unique characteristic. What, what is it? Mm, the cuckoo's bird lay its eggs in the nest of other birds in secret. Uh-huh. <laughs> But even more string, interestingly, it only does so in the nest of birds that lay eggs that are smaller than its own. The reason is that even if that bird realizes that different egg is in its nest, if the other egg is bigger than its own, it will leave it alone and abandon its own smaller egg. That's so sad. <laughs> That's yeah. so sad on one side and so sneaky on the other side. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Anyways, moving on to the cuckoo's uh, bird symbolic significance. Do you know what the cry of Cuckoo bird sounds like. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Yeah, in no? <laughs> Pansori style. <laughs> Pansori style, I have no idea. Kichoktu, kichoktu. Serious? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That doesn't resemble the, the birds at all. <laughs> I think that expresses maybe the Han. <laughs> right. In Korea, people feel that the cry of the cuckoo bird sounds so sad. Oh. So they often use it to portray their Han in writing or poetry. Okay. There's even a legend that involves the cuckoo bird. Is there? Well, what is it? Mm, One old Chinese legend says that King Tu Wu of the kingdom of Chok mm-hmm. went into exile and 
he dreamed day and night of returning home one day. Okay. In the end, he died unable to return and legend says he became a cuckoo bird. I see. Thus, it's heartbreaking cries, and said <laughs> to express sorrow and harm the wish of going home. So, "귀촉" can mean, you know, "귀" uh, means re- returning. No, no, not uh, that's another "귀." Okay, sorry. "귀" <laughs> means means returning. All right. So, return home. Home. Okay. Mm. Uh-huh. So, and "촉," of course, the name of the home of "두." Ah. So that means I want to go home. I see. Okay. Mm. Said by Tu'u, King Tu'u. Right. So this is where the Han, the sentiment of sadness, right, come from. So okay. you can see what we would use the cuckoo bird as a symbol of for Han, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And also, Korea uh, uh, has experienced the Japanese colonial occupation. Mm-hmm. So that period was one of the most painful for Korean people, and when Pansori flourished at the time, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. can you imagine how much people empathize with the cries of the cuckoo bird at the time? Yeah, I mean now, now since I know the story, it's much more um, kind of clear yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. And you know, like uh, this kind of stories make me actually appreciate uh, pansori and the art of mm-hmm. uh, traditional Korean music even more. It's really yeah, interesting to too. know. Anyways, going back to the Hamyang Yang yes. Remember how I said I was surprised that the cuckoo bird appeared in the chorus of this song? Yes. Well, I think it can have several meanings, though I'm not sure about the exact reason. I guess nobody is, but as we mentioned, um, since folk songs also express the emotions of the Korean people, the cuckoo sorry, bird mm-hmm. also appears in them as well, I guess, right? Yeah, right. All right, Son uh, Sangim, now I think we're going to take a small break. Uh, yeah. Why don't we listen to a song? Yeah, sure. All right, here's Hamyang Yang. It's really hard to um, pronounce the title. Ham Yang and Yang Jamga. Exactly, that's that's better to divide it. Ham Yang Yang Jamga by Master Shin Young Hee with her students. That was Hamyang Yang Jamga by Master Shin Young Hee with her students. And now you have a feel for a melody? Yes, definitely. Mm, great. Very cheerful. Then do you remember what the chorus sounds like? Yes, of course. Oh, great. Okay, then let's go to the chorus part. And now new thing. Yes. Oh, great. Okay, one more time. Yeah. 
first e uh-huh. has the three beats. Yes. And the second character he has two beats. Mm-hmm. And last character one beat. Okay. So total six beats. Okay. chorus. All right. Okay, huh. from the beginning again. Yes. E ya di ya. E ya di ya. E he ya. E he ya. When you uh, make sound to kyo, a little bit getting sliding down. Okay. Kyo and uh-huh. another oni. Kyo tu kyo oni. Tu kyo oni. Yes, so actually the character kyo uh, is split into the two parts. Mm-hmm. Kyo on. Okay. So kyo oni. Kyo oni. Kyo oni. Kyongi, yeah. Urumunda, Urumunda, Tudunga, Tudunga, Silsil, Silsil, Nobulora, Nobulora. Yeah, there is bending note on no. Do, aha, Nobulora. No, bulora. Yes, so bending, no, central, pull, vibrating, lo, central gate, la, no, bulora. No, bulora. Great. Okay, okay, with the rhythm. <laughs> That's the important thing, yes. No, <laughs> bulora. No, bul. No, bulora. One more time. No, bulora. No, bul. No, bulora. No, bulora. Yeah, great. Right. Yeah. Bul <laughs> has a very short time. Okay, yes. Yeah. And uh, did you notice that A-ya-di-ya, the chorus, it starts from the low tone. Yes. A, yeah, the vib- vibrating tone. T, yeah, and it gets uh, get increased. Uh-huh. A, yeah, D, yeah, jump to the central tone. A, D, yeah, A, yeah, bending notes, but central tone again. Yes. And jump to high notes. Even higher, yes. yes. Remember what, what we said about the cuckoo? Yes. Uh, before the song break, the mm-hmm. Han and sadness. 
when it mentioned in the chorus here, you have to sing it with the beak of ejo, ejo or pain, plaintive tone. Right. You mean the tugyongi, the kuku? Oh, uh, no. Not, not only tugyongi. Tugyongi, urumunda. That's why okay. yeah, mm-hmm. on the phrase urumunda, there are many, many bending notes. Urum unda, not many, sorry, just twice. Urum and un bending da, bending again. So three times, no? Urum unda, two notes. Urum, urum. Okay. Urum unda. Urum unda. Yeah, great. Okay. Uh, so on or, un and da, on the two last syllables, right. syllables we have the two bending notes. Okay, mm-hmm. right. So from tugyoni, tugyoni, tugyoni. I think the sort of full thing, sort of a feeling, uh-huh. uh, starts from tugyoni. Yes. Tugyoni urumunda. Tugyoni urumunda. No, it's not sad at all. <laughs> it's just pitiful, yeah. but. Too maybe, sad. maybe too sad. <laughs> too sad. <laughs> okay, oh over my. time. Okay, control your emotion. I understand. I am very sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, one more time. Tugyongi urumunda. Tugyongi urumunda. Ah, it has to be a little bit. Urumunda. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And next, move on to Tudunga. Yes. Tudunga. Tudunga. Great. Shil-shil. Shil-shil. Nobulora. 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 No. You. Longulora. Sing. Nobulora. Nobulora. Okay, let's review from the beginning. Sure. Okay. A dia, a tia, a heya, a heya, a he, a he. Tugyongi, tugyongi, urumunda, urumunda, tudunga. Tudunga, shilshilobulora, shilshilshilshilshilobulora, nobulora. Great. Okay. <sighs> we finished. Yes, I can. Of course. I, okay. Very good because we are re- we are running out of time already. Oh yeah. So yay. it's a very good timing. Italian. Another lesson gone. Another minyo gone. Whew, I'm happy. Sansangim, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you very much for this lesson. And I'm looking forward, you can believe it or not, but I'm looking forward to our next one. Yeah, you know I don't believe. <laughs> <laughs> in any case, I'll be sure to practice this in preparation for, for that, for our next meeting. Okay, see you next week. See you next week. All of you, our listeners out there, I hope you will also practice a little bit and you can do so by listening to this lesson again by downloading the TBS EFM Sounds of Korea podcast to your relevant devices. And now, here's our last song for the show.
Monkumbo Taryong, performed by Shinju He on Tegum and Jong Yegyon on piano. Enjoy, and I will see you tomorrow for more Sounds of Korea. I've been your host, Anna Savinska.